Hello, everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony. And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment. Our guest today is uh, a very long-time friend of mine that we uh, lost sight of each other for quite some time and then reunited at some point in Montreal and never talked to each other since then. <laughs> um, other than following them for a very long time about uh drag queen show and just drag in general um i know them for being a circus person and having a lot of amazing traits of uh juggling and uh other diablerie thing that i forgot the name of it and i'm very bad at introduction this but... is great <laughs> <I'm learning> this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we have today uh gender haven Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> uh, would you like to do a small introduction? I mean, I did one, but, you know, from yourself and a bit more about what you do in general and, uh, you know. Uh, yes. Like yep. Uh, so my name is Heaven Genderfuck. I'm a non-binary queer artist. I'm presently active in the burlesque drag and circus scene. I'm also a, a seamstress designer and I make a costume for people. I, I make wigs, I make accessories. Um, basically, like I'm crazy about learning new stuff. So when I learn to make something, I, after that, I sell it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, uh, uh, a trained milliner. Exactly, yeah. Uh, uh, I worked for three years uh, professionally as a hat maker, Melina. And, uh, and I think that's... Uh, and uh, I'm a full-time self-employed right now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Just a little mm -hmm. of everything. Uh, let's start uh, with what... <laughs> What one of those hobbies brought you to drag? <laughs> uh, the, 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 my, my storyline? You want to know what happened? In my life? Let, let, give, give, us, give us the he, uh, heaven gender fuck storyline. So I moved to Montreal. I don't even know how many years. I think it was like 13 years ago, something like that. Mm -hmm. Around 2012 or 13, 14, I think. 11. I think it's oh, okay. Because I came to Montreal to, because uh, I wanted to study uh, special effect makeup to do for movies and stuff. So that was the direction I was taking with my life. And uh, I remember when I came into my class in the uh, in makeup school, like there was like first step is like beauty beauty makeup, which like I was really not interested by beauty. So like I came in and I was like, well, I'm here because I want to do that. I want to do special effect and movie and. For some reason, everybody thought I was straight, and it was so weird that I was there. Oh, that's that's fucking funny to me, but okay. Because <laughs> I'm so gay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it it's well known. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was been obvious since I was really young that I, I look gay. So I was just like, okay, then I, I look straight, whatever. But uh, so with doing makeup like, as beauty, then. I guess I got interested in doing like some kind of beauty makeup, which uh, at some point tr transformed a little bit with like doing drag and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. 
So the first time I was really introduced to drag is uh, I had a roommate in Montreal that was like really close to Queen in the community. And like there was a, a competition that still is still going on that is called uh, Drag Moi. And uh, we did the audition, which like I was like, okay, I'm like, I just came out of school. I know <laughs> to do makeup. I was like, I've done some theater also in the past in Saguenay, where, uh, where we're from. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, so I was like, I got this. So I built a number, like, and I built a number thinking that, like, what they would want to have on stage and be like, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to grab you. And uh, this is not what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I remember I had so many stuff going on during my number. Like, I had one of my ex like a boyfriend at the time that uh, was like in a trunk that I was grabbing and carrying on stage. Oh my God. And like, I was taking it out of it. I had a knife. I was ripping clothes on his, off of his body and stuff like that. <laughs> well, people told me after, like, we thought you were going to kill him or something. <laughs> Just do it all in one yes. go. <laughs> Special effects to the next level. Yes, yes exactly. And, uh, I had so many things to do, like a play, like going there, going that thing, doing that thing. Then like, I didn't do half of the lip sync and uh, so I didn't get in. Mm -hmm. so that was my first experience with drag. And I was like, well, I'm probably never going to do that again. <laughs> wow. So the next year happened that like, because my roommate didn't get taken either. So I was like, let's do it another time, but let's do it just for fun. So I was like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and, like, don't care. And at the time in the past year that, like, that happened, like, I started, like, going out and, like, uh, putting on prosthetic facial beard on my face. So I was just going out, like, like every weekend, just putting a, a green beard and, like, and, like, people really thought I was fucking weird. <laughs> uh, like, like, no makeup, just the beard. It was just about the prosthetic. And so I decided to do that other year, I decided to do a number that was like all about like being a bearded queen and like, and having like, I was grabbing people in the audience that like were like my dancer and like they had like shoulder piece with like hair that like they were shaking. And, uh, and then I had a solo guitar with like, it was a guitar full covered of hair. And, uh, and I was like, they're never gonna take me. And they took me. Oh my God. <laughs> and me and like i remember like even the judge was like we just want to know uh for the competition are you like gonna gonna shave your 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 beard for the competition i was like this, this is all fake like this is like, this is the competition like <laughs> two hours to apply this shit <laughs> that's fucking funny but that's how you know it's good yeah <laughs> but like i i don't think they got me at all like they were even through the competition, like everybody was confused about what what I was doing and all of that. <laughs> but this is how, how I started doing drag. And I guess because it's a like it's for three months, so it's every Wednesday you go there for three months. So like that's mm -hmm. investment. So they got to know me and all of that. And and I won the competition there. Like Yeah. The 12 queens, like I, I won. So I guess that Damn. this made me continue <laughs> yeah to where i am today so this is uh, my beginning of drag <laughs> i mean you know one failure bring you so much right uh, 
must have been hard to come back from that though the first time that you tried the competition at the i mean no because i was really like i was sure there was they were not going to take me like there was too many mm-hmm. things that like <laughs> against everything that i've heard everywhere mm-hmm. well i go with uh, a question that related to uh your drag persona because uh i guess every queen have one and what would qualified uh your persona be um I mean, I don't know. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm. Uh, my my persona is definitely like funny, sexy, uh, really extravagant. With because since I make everything, I like to have like crazy, mm-hmm. crazy look. Uh, I'm kind of like. People always kind of think that like I'm weird, but I don't consider myself weird. It's like. Gender non-conform is weird, right? Yeah. Well, not I mean, in this room. <laughs> people. Yeah. But uh, so, like, I'm really like, and that's why I chose my name, like Heaven Genderfuck, is like, because I wanted something like soft, which was with the fact that like genderfuck is like a new face. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm still like, because out there there's like drag monster, which I love, but like, it's so far from what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really like sexy, uh, mix of burlesque, burlesque, sensual, and like uh, funny. I'm, I think I'm. But also I'm, high fashion. Like there's like a, a really like intense high fashion level, like level to everything that you do, right? Um, even just the pattern mixings. Like if if you like to study any sort of fashion, you see nods to like a lot of really cool cultural references, and that's also part of drag. So like you're also a pop culture drag. Did you? Ha- I'm, I'm sure that question came up to you 25 times and more. Did you ever consider to go to RuPaul with the Canada Drag Race? Unless you cannot talk about it, which I know sometimes they cannot. So, I mean, uh, there's definitely definitely thing uh, I cannot talk about, but there's things I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I just that I mean, uh, I applied this year, which. Uh, yeah. I cannot tell information about that. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I waited a little bit uh, to apply because, like, I wanted to be ready. And, like, even this year, I was not really ready. But uh, next Sometimes year, you just got to... Yeah. I also don't know if they're, they're ever going to... Because even if they give you feedback, it doesn't mean that, like, that they're really going to give you a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of dracking in Montreal that like went to the final round and like they they were like they kind of told them that like it was never gonna happen after oh, that the show was not ready for that. So like I'm I'm curious because I'm kind of like I'm not a king but I'm not a queen so I'm like kind of in the middle so I'm like is would it be would it be easier for me to to slip in you know what I mean <laughs> just slither on in you should if you ever do get to go you have to roll up in your entrance is like a cute little snake costume and you're like oh, I'm just slithering my way in <laughs> that, would be good. that would be good yeah <laughs> I think if I go in I'm gonna like uh, my entrance line is probably gonna be I, I think I'm I want to be dressed as a as a cake or something and I want to be 
mm, this is going to be the best reveal, reveal gender party ever. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait. Can we, can we bring this up just a little bit? You bring the like, like something that pops. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> so your whole dress just like. <laughs> after, after my line, the whole costume should explode. Yes. <laughs> And catch on fire. <laughs> be like exactly just it's like Hunger Games now. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's gonna bring me also to uh, one of the first performance I saw you in officially was the one that you did for Pride uh, last year. Well, last summer. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk a bit about uh, that? So yes, last year. Uh, That was actually like the only gig I took during the, the pandemic. I decided to only take like the gig that was like interesting and like mm -hmm. to just invest my energy into like things that uh, had not real value or like uh, or stuff. So I did uh, I did apply because uh, you need to apply for Pride all the time with IDEA and they, they select. So I decided to do a whole number about uh, non being non-binary. Um, And uh, on a French song uh, that's called uh, Troisième Sex par Option. I don't know. That was, uh, that was really special to me because, like, I was, like, la I guess last year, like, I came, not that I came out because, like, so many people knew that I was non-binary, but, like, that was, like, the year that I really, like, yeah, embraced it and, like, really, like, made my place with it. And, like, because for the years before, I was just, like, It was for, more for me than like to express it to the world. And uh, like, I guess I needed to put my foot down and uh, that, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how does it feel to perform on such a large scale? I know it wasn't, you know, uh, with an audience, I think. No, I mean, it was uh, with an audience when it was filmed, but it was not mm -hmm. with uh, like during Fierté Montréal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm on live i wish it would have been on live yeah yeah would have been crazy it would have been so good but i was fun that uh, at least because uh, i don't know if you went outside to to watch it or if you watched it online but like, we watched it, was, it online there was a gathering at the the olympic stadium watched the video and uh just that like it was because it was also one of the first event like coming back outside so like i was just like oh my god yeah Did you went to see yourself? Yeah, I went to see myself. Other drag, I was like watching myself. And also that was the first time I was seeing it with like so many people around me. So I was just like hiding my face the whole time. <laughs> I was going to ask you what was sort of like the feeling of the audience for you. Uh, I don't know. I was, I was crying the whole time. <laughs> I was with my friend and I, I was like, uh, I didn't, because all the, we were in the VIP section with, section with all the people that did Majestic mm -hmm. also. So, uh, like, e every time that there was a number, everybody was looking at the person that was having it. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, look at me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, th I feel like we even cried because it was just such, yes. like, a good performance and the song was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. I I had all, like, non-binary pride that day, very much shooting out of my asshole. So, like... <laughs> It, it was moving. Yeah, I, I mean, even for you, Rani, I think it was not this year, but, you know, it was probably your first uh, Pride out. 
Yeah, it was fully my first. Yeah, absolutely. And do you want to elaborate a bit more about like your gender journey? Because I feel like it's important to highlight and if you're comfortable. I don't know how to go through it. <laughs> But uh, like, uh, I mean, I've been questioning my, myself for, for a while. I guess especially with like, there's so many trans people that like with drag, like it helps them like exploring their identity and, mm -hmm. and all of that. So I don't know, like as myself, like I feel like because I've been without knowing it, I kind of like been doing that, like shifting gender and like even for theater and stuff like I have photos of me that when I was a kid with my mom that like I was just like dressing up as like a male or female character with like, like for all the extreme, like either with a dress or like or like having like a mustache and all of that. And, like, So I've been like playing with that my, my whole life without necessarily ne needing to put a name on it. And uh, in the past couple of years, like I feel like it's become, it became more important for me to like to name those, those things. And, uh, and uh, it really happened like uh, at the, cause I moved uh, in a, in a queer collect collective at the beginning of the pandemic. And when I moved at that collective, it was like, because I was like with all straight room, four straight roommates before. So I guess that was not really the time to uh, explore pronouns and all that. <laughs> 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 I had some awkward talk with those people, but uh, I love them anyway. But uh, when I moved to the, to the collective, like I had kind of the chance like to reintroduce myself because it, it was all people I didn't know. Mm -hmm. There was like, trans people and like, And, and like the shift of like suddenly being validated by eight people, like yeah. just in one shot that like that, that it literally changed everything for me. Like I've been mm -hmm. really, really lucky also with the pandemic that like it was at the beginning. So we all got stuck together, eight people, like just doing like not working. So mm -hmm. like just doing stuff all together. Like it was like a, a really amazing experience. So mm -hmm. with that, like exploring my, myself, like what was important for me and all of that, like came out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's very beautiful. But that, as, that seems to be sort of the running um, like plus bonus of sort of lockdown that I've noticed is, is like uh, a lot of my queer uh, friends are sort of like figuring out, the things that like media sort of puts on you all the time and like not having to be like seen that, see that as in your daily life, going to work and everything and being yeah. allowed to sort of express yourself at home and wear what you want to feel good. And then like really being alone with your thoughts or alone with several people can, can be really fucking great. Like I, I, I know a few people who have like really come out at, because they had that, uh, safety of space to like explore themselves while being at home definitely i mean it was exactly that for me like even like the job that i the because i was at the hat uh, a hat maker at the time and like uh with the pandemic i decided after that not to go back and like also leaving this this uh this place like i became just like this is when i became like a fully self-employed so like i i i became like in a position where I'm just choosing where I want to be. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So like I'm never around people that like makes me feel bad or whatever, and I can decide to not be around them now. So like I'm really really lucky for that. I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media. If you would like to email us, it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash subsegment. And Instagram at subsegmentpodcast. If you would like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in-house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com and... As always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number one online radio station, DRN1 United. Well, uh, one of the topics that you said you wanted to discuss on your show, which, like, I'd really love to talk about your ass. Uh, ass? <laughs> yeah, because you, you wrote it as a topic yeah, that you'd like to definitely. discuss. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a... My ass is a whole thing. Like when I perform, it's a, it's always about my ass. There's always ass in my shows. Uh, <laughs> it's always like uh, sometimes I have tassel on my ass. I make it twirl. Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, sometimes I don't have tassel. I just shake my ass. Um, it's also like like my best friend uh, is is always like it's always about your ass. Like leave, leave us alone. It's like even with like like with the with my friend's father, like, we talk about my ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if my phone could have ass recognition, it would... It, it would be the ass. <laughs> the whole ass or just the butthole? The cheeks. Okay. Not the, yeah. okay. Not the, not, not the whole. I don't no, think you so. Would, you would sit yeah. on it. I mean, you, you would have to come to one of my shows to tell me if we, if, what, is it, what it is about. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, there's another thing that uh, you mentioned uh, to us was uh, a little bit about kinky and uh, BDSM stuff that you may be interested in exploring. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I love sex. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much. Um, I guess I'm a little bit of a slut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also always talk about sex with my friend. Um, uh, I haven't explored t- too much like uh, my like I, I'm I'm in the process of exploring my kinky side and like I mean I guess I'm probably already doing stuff that is like considered kink, but I'm just like because there's more that I want to do. I'm just like you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I would definitely be interested about uh, exploring puppy play. Which I know you uh, you both do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I am a handler, and Noodles here is my pup, and I also <laughs> like to explore. Uh, well, it I don't know. It's more like kitten play. Yeah. Same as pet play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually already in the the pup Montreal group. Nice. Yeah, and I have a and I have other friends that are in the in the community. I guess I'm I'm just a really really busy person. <laughs> I mean, you know, huh? the friendly reminder eight months later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, I mean, we can identify with that very fucking easily. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Time is the essence. Yeah. Definitely. Um, 
the the one handy thing is that you do have the skills to make your own stuff. Like you could full on just make your own pup gear. I would love that. that's also that's also like that's that's the way I work. Like that's why I'm crazy and I and I I'm so busy. It's like mm-hmm. if I would go in like more into uh, the pet play uh, community, I'm like I want to have my own outfit. I don't want to come with like some outfit that I that I bought. So now it becomes so much work. <laughs> <laughs> It's always so much work. <laughs> But uh, yeah, because I know people would be upset. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, you would have a lot of requests. But here's the thing. I know that you like, like, competitions. You know, there's there's a pup competition coming up in town. Really? No. When is it? The 29 to the 31. It's the Pup Montreal competition. Because I I love competing. I love competing against people, against myself. Like, this is when I learned to do stuff. And, uh, I mean, my life is literally challenging myself all the time so you also mentioned um other stuff that you like to do that i was very curious about uh in fact i know you're a little bit of a voyeur so why is voyeurism is something that you like to do but also cruising yes uh, i love cruising <laughs> <laughs> i'm very curious talk about, about it that. yeah yes. talk <laughs> about it i want to know everything <laughs> Because uh, for for gay people that presents like male, I know that like it's like there's so many places in Montreal that like that that is crazy. I don't know. I just love it. I I started doing that maybe like three years ago. Like I I, I did it a little bit, maybe even more than three years. <laughs> with the pandemic, I'm always fucked up with time. With time. Yeah. Uh, maybe like even like four or five. It's like I tried it once and I, I liked it and I went a couple of time and like. In the last, uh, like a year before the, before the pandemic happened, then like I was like fully like obsessed. Like I, <laughs> love, I love going, finding new places. Like when I'm near a park, I'm like, ooh, is this a cruising sport? Oh. Uh, I love it. Like now it's, it's like, because like you go often and you meet people and like the first time, I mean, cruising is really like, it's like a, it's like a sauna. Like you go there and like if, Like, you approach someone, and if someone is interested, then, like, things happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, uh, so now that I've been so much, then, like, I guess and now I have, like, cruising friends, which, like, they're not my friend in, in life. I don't hang out with them. But, like, if I see them, like, maybe I'm just going to spend an hour chatting with them. Aww. And it's really weird because, like, at first when I started, when that happened and there was other people talking, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this is not the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now you get it. <laughs> like, you're literally talking with people and you hear, like, people, like, two meters, <laughs> like, just fucking. I love it. Oh, my I, God, yes. <laughs> I love it. And sometimes it gets crazy in the summer. Like, last year, I went to a place where, like, there was at least, like, 25 people. Oh, my oh. fucking God. Like, all next to each other like n- next to each other kind of like switching and blah 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 like that was insane oh like this God. is like there's some crazy places okay but that's oh <laughs> and sometimes it's sometimes you know sometimes you go and like there's not necessarily like people that you're interested interested mm-hmm. in or like you don't feel like doing anything so sometimes i just go for a walk because there's one near, near my place so sometimes <laughs> I just And uh, I walk around and like, you know, everybody has their dick out, like kind of like looking at each other. 
<laughs> like I'm just like fully covered, like just walking and like watching and like it's also window funny. shopping. Yeah, window yeah. shopping, and also like because like I guess because you're not naked or you're not like having your your dick out, they're like looking at you like all intrigued and like what's happening. <laughs> and like I'm just like oh, leaving and I go see other people. <laughs> can I can I just say that my whole a mental image of this is very much reliant on the fact that I'm like imagining those little like uh, Timon prairie dog things. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell me what what has been your most beautiful sort of cruising experience? Yeah, beautiful. Like, did you ever have like a really extreme connection with some random stranger, and then you, you know, they you, one of you finished, and then you never saw them again? I mean, yeah, it could have happened sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like sometime, like there was a there was people that uh, some people that like I was just like, damn, like that was so amazing, that was so good, and you know, I guess I should have asked for the number or something, but also, that's also kind of weird. Like, I don't want anybody to ask my number. It's like the the fun of going there is like yes. not knowing and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, but after like you like you go on the apps, you try to find that person anyway, and like, you're, mm-hmm. like they're not on the apps. Exactly. <gasps> yeah, it's all part of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, there's always fun stuff. I don't. I don't know what stand out the most right now. Probably like just talking with people. Hmm. Really discovering that like I could talk with people and just like yeah have fun like that yeah sometimes it's hard to think that you can just talk and mm-hmm. not having an issue with it especially when people fucking nearby <laughs> but I, mean, I think that that's the like probably because i have one friend that like he texts me like and he's like hey i'm going there do you want to go and like at some point we used to go do uh yoga in the <laughs> in the in one place where it was a cruising spot so after mm-hmm. we, we, yoga we, and we, cruising yeah we would do yoga <laughs> first and after that just walk around and cruise that's kind of cute though yes <laughs> i love it but like just like also because i got that person's phone number now and i was just like so that's probably the one of the main like the the only that like we we kind of chat and we're like oh like do you want to do this and then and that, that's just that's just mm-hmm. so cool. yeah i never had that before oh because you do uh, so many small nods to like pop culture and things, what do you think uh, you pull the greatest inspiration from? Like, uh, is it TV shows or designers or other drag queens, drag people, pe- people of drag? Um, and like, h- how do you pull that into sort of your own look? Uh, so the thing is, I am. Like, I, I, I understand that, like, I'm kind of, like, a pop culture kind of performer, whatever. But I'm so bad at pop culture. Like, I I retain no information. My memory is so bad. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't really fan, uh, like, fangirl on anybody in general. Like, my way to look at art is mostly looking at the at texture as, like, a shape and all of that. And, like, there's so many things that, like, I go to a store and, like, there's something I like. I'm just going to take, like, a screen, uh, a photo of, like, the pocket, the weights make. Or, like, mm-hmm. the material that's been used to do that. Or just going to museum, museum and, like, looked at, like, what kind of, like, texture, like, art have or all of that. So it's it's really more architectural in the way I look at, 
at art. Because there's something that I found very beautiful that you make is the wig. It's very the wig work is very impressive, mm. and for me that's the thing that stood out a lot from your work. And I know you also do that for other people, right? Yeah, uh, it's been uh, almost two years that now I, I make wigs for people. So that's also like I'm not like I'm trying lately to learn how to cut hair because this is literally not my my strength. Mm-hmm. I'm like I call more myself like a. A hair sculptor like I sculpt hair and I use like yes. product and also like like I trying to find ways that the wig will last longer but also like if you're finished with this wig then like you cannot wash it like this is this is like this is not for that <laughs> but uh, that's also the way like I like to to make art like if it like to most of my customer that comes to me if if it is something too simple I'm not gonna want to do it I'm not gonna want to do it because like I don't have fun doing it. I'm not exploring and like myself to like learn how to make stuff and to like it's kind of like that's why it's I say it's always a, a challenge making stuff because like I'm a, I always challenge myself and uh, that's the same for like sewing. Like if someone wants just like a dress, I will probably not make it. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather make a corset or like or like if it's a burlesque outfit, like find a way to deconstruct the costume so like. It will be interesting for me to be of the way like it comes apart or, or all of that because I'm a psycho. But I also think that that's why like uh, je me démarque des autres, you know? Mm-hmm. Stand up for the others, yeah. Yeah, I stand out. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, the shapes alone that you work with yeah. are fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, I also wonder what's the difference for you to do a burlesque show and doing a drag show? It is really uh, I'm 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 a little bit of a of the mid, the middle of it. Like I would say that like in the drag scene, like people know me for always getting naked, and the last scene, people know me for being really draggy. Cause mm-hmm. like like I'm like I have too much makeup to be just like a burlesque performer. Mm-hmm. That's that's the the other way around. And like maybe because before now I'm. I guess with like starting to sell wigs, I have more wigs for me now, but I used to only like style my hair and like wear facial hair a little bit more like a king. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess it was also not fully drag for the drag community. So like, but uh, as the difference, I guess that because uh, example, I'm having a, a gigs at the wiggle room coming, uh, coming up. So I guess I'm probably going to tone a little bit the drag, but it's still going to be like, it's still going to be pretty, pretty me. I try to make some time and effort depending of the scene, depending of like who's booking me, uh, what is their vision of like what I'm doing also. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. what's the level of camp that you need to turn up? Because it's always sort of the same level of like sexy. Yeah. It's just, it's like just dial up the camp for exactly. a little bit more, a little bit less. Yeah, because I guess it's not for everybody, depending of where, where you're booked or like it's also. I mean, for any kind of performer, like yes. you have to take that in consideration. Like, if you're doing like what, where are you doing your gig? For you, are you doing it like mm-hmm. what kind of scene? If you're doing it like a gig in a party, then like maybe you shouldn't do like kind of a more theater piece. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like you're gonna break down the the party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did a really interesting performance for Fetish Weekend, which you like 
specifically like kinked it up a like several I mean, notches. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's been a while. I guess now I'm like, I evolved so much since. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But what I'm saying is like we, you know, you came came to the show with a thing and I said, maybe a bit more PVC or something. And then your whole outfit was fucking PVC. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> I guess I've been stuck with PVC since. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, love it. It's, it's like the perfect kind of like material to like not be like feminine or masculine. It's like and just like sex, you know, shiny mm -hmm. and uh, chrome is a non-binary feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> All right, we're starting to slow down a little bit towards the end of the show now. Um, I was wondering if you would like to uh, give us your social media shoutouts now. Perfect. So I have uh, my Instagram, which I post most of my stuff, which is uh, it's heaven gender fuck. Without uh, the U, it's uh, just FCK. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm also on uh, on uh, fa Facebook. Same thing, heaven gender fuck. Uh, and uh, I'm working on my website right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, do you have the? Do you have at least the the uh, URL. So uh, when this comes so, out and somebody listens to it in six months. <laughs> so my uh, my handle for my website is also uh, it's seven gender fuck. You know, I keep it really easy. <laughs> it's easier <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. It's seven gender fuck dot com. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have a final question before the fun question? Um, no, I think I'm pretty ready for that question because I'm very curious about how this will un unravel. unfold okay yeah <laughs> all right i'll have a sip of water to just to give you a little bit of uh you know tension mm -hmm. wait <laughs> so if money and physics are not of concern what is your ideal sex kink or fetish scenario what the fetish I would uh, of a scenario that I would like to have right now in my yes. life would probably uh, I mean it sounds stupid but just like having like a really intense like kind of a verse sexual en encounter because <laughs> mm. like I guess that like everybody is either top or bottom here mm -hmm. <laughs> everywhere and it's so hard to find people that like would just like to switch all the time mm -hmm. yeah but I guess, uh, you know, just uh, just a moment where, like, I can be, like, uh, destroy me. And after that, I destroy you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, thank you very much for talking with us and sharing your experience. Thank you so much. That was really fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. We had a great time. And uh, I look forward to see you live at some point. I will. I swear. I will. Yes. I mean, we should literally do something together. I, feel I know. Like yes. Let's plan something. Yeah. Like you also, guys are also like doing uh, D&D stuff or vampire stuff? Yes. Yes. Let's talk about that after the show. Give us one second <laughs> to say goodbye to the listeners. And fuck yes, we're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> All right. And vampire. And vampire. <laughs> yes. And with that, folks, stay kinky and stay safe. I'm irony. <laughs> I'm Nuddles.
And I'm having gender fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs>